1: Follow along on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Find us at Toddcast
2: Podcast. How's it going? Yeah, it's going great. How about you?
1: Good, good. Happy Monday.
2: Happy Monday. Yeah, you too. Yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, for taking some time and, and, and a real quick turnaround as well. I just shot you a note just a couple of days back. Hey, you want to jump on and be a and be a guest? And you're like, hell yeah, let's do it.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: so you're a personal trainer at Everyday Athletes Gym. Uh, downtown Vancouver on Homer street.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Okay. So what separates you guys from the rest? Do you think?
1: Um, well, I'm actually a part owner of the gym as well. Um, and my business partner and I started the business in November, 2020. So basically right around COVID times. Right. Uh and yeah, what were you
2: doing so, prior to that? What was the what was paying the bills prior to you starting up that gym? And good on you for doing so, it.
1: So yeah. Um do mostly online training. Um and then also outside. So if clients wanted to go outside and we were able to, then we'd go out and train outside right. and like go to the park, set up a tent, rain or shine, get out there, get moving. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's basically what we did. And then it got colder and colder and got pretty lucky with, uh, getting a space because everything was a lot cheaper because of COVID too. So mm. kind of got right in there and got the space. Um, um, but yeah, it's, it's been pretty awesome so far.
2: Yeah. And, uh, what do you like best about what you're doing? Do you think?
1: Um, I think the best thing about out, what we're doing is people and helping people from the B, Um and starting out from, or starting at a place, but then getting past somewhere where they thought that they could be. Um, mm. And kind of a name Everyday Athletes uh, we thought about because we wanted to make fitness accessible for everyone and get everybody thinking that they could be an athlete and fitness wasn't just for, you know, people that played sports or had been doing it their whole lives. Um, And that's kind of why we had that idea of, of everyday athletes.
2: No, it's, it's great. Now, how long have you personally been taking fitness seriously?
1: Um, Well, I've been a personal trainer since 2011. Okay. Um, So some some quality time. time. there. That's that's a while. Uh, 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I started um, that when I was, going to school for kinesiology and exercise science. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got my degree and became a kinesiologist as well. So yeah. And then we also do um, athletic therapy and um, kinesiology at the gym too. So people that have ICBC cases or injuries or anything
2: like that. Wow. Busy. Do you also tackle uh, nutritional plans and stuff at the gym or do you kind of like coach them in that way? Like how do you personally... Uh, approach your nutritional plan and like do you meal plan and all that?
1: Um, yes and no uh, so it really depends on the client and what their kind of background is, what they're really wanting um, um, the training and the program and, and everything like that because um, sometimes it can be pretty intimidating just to start a fitness program and then when you add on you have to eat this and this and track your food, and eat that and buy this, then some people kind of get overwhelmed with that. So we want to make fitness as easy as possible and turn it more into a lifestyle of changing smaller things as people go along. So yeah, I mean, if people have a lot of experience, and they've been before, want to make some some changes really quickly, then we can really dive more into the nutrition that way. Um, Other than that, we really focus on smaller changes. Like, you know, sometimes it's hard for people to just get in eight glasses of water in a day. So that could be a goal (laughs) for a week, and then check back in with people and see how they go from there and then add the next goal on top of that.
2: Yeah. And and why is it so important? I know, but why is it so important for people to drink water and like two liters to four liters daily it's not just like a couple glasses like you're straight up drinking water why is it so important
1: yeah yeah well water basically makes up most of our body and it helps with every function our cells need water to move and to function as well so if we don't have enough of that our body's just gonna shut down so easiest thing is to get the water in
2: right okay yeah and that actually ties into something i wanted to talk to you about uh one of your recent instagram videos you talked about you know the importance of water the importance of sleep seven hours at least of sleep which is like i don't think i've gotten seven hours in over three decades uh but like you know the right amount of protein and there was also something that said increase neat n-e-a-t what's that
1: yeah, so basically, um, that is going to be your energy expenditure uh, that you just do throughout the day. So um, basically, you burn a certain am- amount of calories just doing nothing. So like your beta is metabolic rate. And meat um, is going to be things uh, to help you uh, increase more calories throughout the day. So like just walking... Maybe take the stairs with um, your groceries instead of hopping in the elevator, mm. or go for a walk around the block, um, or stand while you're working. All of those little things throughout the day are going to help you increase your overall energy expenditure.
2: Mm. And are you consciously thinking of that stuff, or is it just built in at this point now?
1: Um, I don't really think about it um, for myself personally, but. Like even taking the sky train instead of going on the escalator, going up and down the stairs—that those like little things really help to boost um, the metabolism as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they do say that like the majority of the energy that you, um, you know, will burn through the day is just s- literally sitting around. Like you're reading a book. You're burning energy just being human.
1: Yeah, exactly,
2: exactly, <laughs> which
1: is pretty cool, it and is cool. I. I think that's another thing for people to really think about and and not get too scared of starting an exercise program because all you really do have to do is start with small changes in your lifestyle. So like some people are like, oh, I got to run for 30 minutes or I got to do intervals or anything like that. But you really just have to move your body a little bit more than you are and then you're exercising so
2: right and what do they like, say it's something like you know do it 20 times and it's a habit and 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 you're off and running at that point
1: yeah exactly like what's exactly. 20 times
2: that's like a month that's a month just monday to friday and take the weekends off
1: okay. yeah yeah not even a month yeah it's pretty it's pretty incredible and you know the cool thing is is uh i think it's important for people to write down when they do stuff too so just like the google calendar write down be like okay i did this today and then you get to look back at your whole month and be like sweet okay i accomplished that yeah yeah or you know what it's a good indication to be like oh maybe i only got in 10 of the 21 that i can do this time next month i can do 15 so you can just have a barrier or a checkpoint to see where you're at and then track your progress over time
2: right give yourself a high five or give yourself a kick in the ass one of the two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So How about you personally? How often are you um, working out every week?
1: Um, every week I try to get in about five days of lifting and then I'll do some other type of cardio or walking, mm. um, usually on the same day as that too. So I have a dog. She's a big dog. Um, she's a lab retriever. Okay. So she is my most important uh, client of the day. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, so she, so we she puts you on some walks, I'm hour. sure daily, right? Yeah. Like my dog, I have a, I have a golden retriever, and, and yeah, he's ready to go anytime, anytime.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I get at least an hour of uh, movement with her a day. With her,
2: yeah, w- what are your cheat foods?
1: Um, I would say my favorite thing is poutine.
2: Oh yeah. Where, where's your favorite yeah, in the I, city?
1: Uh, Fritz poutine okay it's the best um and then also just making it at home because you can load it with whatever you want to what
2: do you do how do you do do it up at home
1: cut up some potatoes fry them up put on as much cheese as you can (laughs) um i usually like to put some ground beef or something on top of it too but yeah and then load it up with gravy But, yeah, that's got to be probably my favorite cheat meal. Uh, But, again, like, I don't think too much about that because I can have it fairly regularly because I'm moving pretty often. Um, And as long as I'm getting in as much protein as I need on a daily basis, and I'm not eating protein every single day. um, Yeah. Then, then it's good. But
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I'm sure you guys get this a lot at the at the gym. But like, what do you say to people, and how do you get people motivated? That, motivated that just are lost in motivation. They don't have it. They're not ready to go. Like, how do you approach that?
1: Yeah. Um, that's tough because it, people have some intrinsic motivation if they sign up for personal training um and pay the money for it there is some like they're taking action with themselves to do that so uh i don't know if you've heard of the trans theoretical model of of change before but there's like your pre-contemplation phase where you haven't even thought of making a change um with yourself and then contemplation and then you start to take action and then um Basically, you can swip, like slip back, mess up a little bit, and then you can go on. So it's not like a linear thing. You can kind of go back and forth between that. Um, but I like to think of people that are signing up for training or starting the fitness program really in an action phase. Um, so they do have some kind of motivation. Um, and if you can go back to why they started and what's important for them to make that change, um, in the first place, then you can really keep people going because Mm. if it's just to say, lose weight because your doctor said so it's going to be really easy to quit because someone else is telling you. Whereas if I need to be able to walk up the stairs because I got to help my kids um, get ready for school in the morning. do something else, um, throughout the day, or I got to be able to, you know, wipe down the kitchen and cook and clean, um, for myself and my family, then that's when you really, uh, can make a change for yourself. You got to find what's important for the person.
2: Yeah. So it's it's basically just a gentle reminder of the core of why they signed up to do it in the first place.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
2: How long have you, um, lived here in Vancouver?
1: Uh, forever. (laughs) 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 I was born here.
2: It was like, oh, no, yeah. wait, really? Oh, wow, I don't meet many of those anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah I was born in St. Paul's Hospital, so
2: okay,
1: well. basically right downtown Vancouver. Grew up yeah. here, went to school in uh, East Vancouver, and yeah, went to UBC, and then University of Winnipeg, and then back to Vancouver again. I escaped yeah, yeah. Winnipeg. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course right yeah well that sounds like the path of my my oldest he was born in saint paul's you know i go to school here in east vancouver and i would love to see him you know do some post-secondary that'd be pretty cool um so what do you what do you do on your days off then? since you're a vancouverite of course and you would know everything about here then
1: yeah um one i sleep in so for me that's yeah. like seven eight a.m ish yeah
2: right
1: uh yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm so used to waking up so early. So, what time do um, you normally know get up then? I
2: just like
1: five, five, what?
2: Yeah, <laughs> wow, it's a bitter. Yeah, I
1: get up at five, start um, clients at six, and then I usually train from six till 12 ish to at the latest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, days off. Just kind of hang out, make breakfast, take the dog out, try to take it as easy as possible. Um, and if it's sunny, make it to the beach. Um, I like to go to the kids' dog beach a lot. Uh, and Jericho, or I guess Spanish banks. Spanish, yet, yeah. Um, and yeah, hang out with friends, try to stay outside as much as possible.
2: Yeah. Um, that's it's getting easier to do that Vancouver. now, isn't it? Uh, what, a, what a crazy couple of years. Yes. Oh my God. What did we live through? With yeah. Mental
1: yeah i know it's been like super crazy even with the snow this year too it was super weird
2: yeah it was weird yeah all right annie let's get outside of fitness and and what you're uh, known for hit me with the music in your house as a kid like what what were you listening to what were your parents playing what were you being exposed to
1: oh my goodness um i grew up in a like very christian household. So uh, praise one hundred six point five was okay. like on twenty four seven. With my mom, my dad actually, my mom still listens to that. Uh, if ever I go in the car with her, she loves it. Right. Um, but for me personally, I like pretty much anything. Like, uh, my sister was probably a big influence with most things. Uh, but I listened to like. I don't know, rap, rock, pop, mm. l- literally anything, even now I'll put something on and be like, oh yeah, that sounds cool, yeah. listen to that. Like anything between, I don't know, Justin Bieber and Slipknot.
2: <laughs> nice, so, nice, love it. And so yeah, older sister good. or younger sister?
1: Yeah, an older sister.
2: Older sister, okay, How much? by how much?
1: Yeah, eight years.
2: Eight years, holy shit, that's a big difference.
1: So I was the annoying little sister. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was the first concert that you went to?
1: Um, What was the first concert that I went to? You know what? I don't even remember. I didn't really go to that many concerts as a kid. I think the the most recent cause was... Quite a few years ago when the weekend was here. Oh, you saw um, that? And yeah, I haven't been to too many. I like, what's that?
2: I said, oh, you saw that, the, the weekend show.
1: Sorry, what did you say?
2: I said, oh, mm-hmm. you saw that, the, yeah. the weekend show. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was good. Do you have a celebrity crush? Yeah,
1: so I'd say that's probably the last. No.
2: <laughs> no, no. I know you're like, dude, I'm not. No, 16. I don't think so. Come on. Uh, <laughs> are you a gambler? you been on anything?
1: Um, not really. Uh, I'll buy a lottery ticket every once in a while, hope for the 50 know, million. Right?
2: <laughs> what would be the first thing you would do after you set up all your family and all that and like, what, what would be the first frivolous thing you do?
1: I think the first thing I would do would be go traveling to as many places as I could probably. Yeah. Um, Because I haven't been to that many places. Uh, So, yeah, I just want to see the world and, like, experience it because I feel like I've been working so much and you only get a certain amount of time off that it's really hard to experience in other cultures and places until you have the time and the money to just go somewhere for a month or two months or a year or whatever.
2: I know. Like, I I think I'd make a very good, rich person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I where would be where would I be would the, the first thing. go? Yeah, I'd do the same thing. I I would just travel the world and like not worry about the money and and all that, right? Like they say, it can't buy you happiness, but it sure can buy you a lot of shit.
1: Totally. Yeah, and you know you're able to make a lot of other people happier and your life easier. So yeah, yeah. Are
2: you are you into sports? Are you watching the NHL playoffs? Do you care? Canucks are out, of course.
1: Uh, I mean, no, not really. I do like sports. Uh, I played soccer growing up. Um, and I mean, I'll go to a game. It's always fun. I love being around my friends and everybody else that's super into it. Um, one of my girlfriends and her husband um, are super into football, so... Oh, yeah. uh the Super Bowl they usually like rent out a big space and have a big thing going on for that as well every year um but myself personally I don't really
2: follow that many sports yeah yeah fair I only do uh hockey and and the UFC fights that's it uh all right I'll respect your time here <clears throat> excuse me I'll re- respect your time here Annie and, and ask you a couple more uh, questions and we'll wrap it up sure what are you binge watching lately?
1: um okay i'm watching yellow jackets currently oh, it's very weird quite good show. it is it's it is good um and then the mandalorian as well yeah,
2: this is the way
1: so those yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> big time. so
1: yeah so those are the two that are
2: on. <laughs> yeah so you're obviously a, a huge star wars fan if you're zipping into the mandalorian right
1: yeah, I'm just finished it. I think the last one.
2: Yeah, I haven't watched the last one yet.
1: So. Um, But yeah, it's a really good one. I want to watch the ones as well.
2: the, the which ones?
1: Uh The Boba Fett, Boba oh, Fett ones.
2: Oh, I know it's gonna be so good. That you you like that that controlled my life as a kid. Like that was the it was Star Wars when I was a little little kid. Transformers at about the. 11 12 13 14 years old.
1: Yeah. It just monopolized my time. So good. And um I recently just uh got um, ACL reconstruction surgery in October so I rewatched all of the Lord of the Rings too so oh, like yes. from the beginning. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and then all of the Rings of Power too. So I was just like oh my god.
2: Holy man. Straight Great through. series though. What was that like getting that uh, ACL so done? Holy crap, that's not good, right?
1: Uh, n- not good. So I, um, it's almost been a year since the initial injury. I injured it in on May, a May long weekend last year. Mm. Um, and then I had to wait five months to get the surgery. And then it was basically like re-injuring it, but worse. So the rehab for it was like, way worse than the original injury it was very
2: painful how did you, um, but how did you now initially... i'm about
1: six months um post-op
2: okay yeah yeah so you're good uh, you're strong yeah. now how, how did you initially injure it how did you how did you just a easy to tear those things too right
1: yeah mine wasn't that easy i was playing soccer and another player uh went through my knee with her foot and so yeah pretty much everything that crossed the knee joint was was broken so MCL LCL uh, minocytes had like a joint surface fracture on on the femur so yeah it wasn't pretty
2: when when will you be a hundred percent
1: uh probably around July or August I should be cleared to do most things again like play sports and um, most looking forward to going snowboarding again this year. So yeah. Yeah. Just a couple more months. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. And, uh, it could be the toughest thing I'll ask you, but maybe you've got a, a standout memory for you, but what, what is your career highlight so far? Pick just one thing.
1: Um, I'd say, I'd say opening the gym for sure
2: mm.
1: has been my career highlight. Um, cause that's something that, I've been working towards for a long time. Like I'd say I did 10 years ago, I wrote down like a five year, 10 year kind of goal. And the gym was on that piece of paper. I have it somewhere. Um, and I like wrote that down and I finally got to check that off when, when we got to open our doors. So that was really exciting for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's almost time for me to write in a new.
2: Oh, you always got to continually keep Thank pushing you. yourself. <laughs> Let those goals. If you don't have goals. Like, how yeah, are you going to hit exactly. them if you don't have them, right? You got to hit goals. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. What's the rest of 23 looking like for you? Um,
1: 2023, I'm hoping that uh, we can sign another few years on our lease at the gym keep growing Mm -hmm. and kind of expand more into the online space with our trainers as well. And then, uh, um, get some more sport specific training. We do, um, the testing for BC soccer, um, youth teams. So add hopefully a few more into that as well. Um, and then me personally, I think just, experience life there's a lot of fun stuff in vancouver so i like to look up things that are happening go to you know the festivals and um like night markets and other stuff like that so fill my calendar with that and hang Mm -hmm. out with all the people that i care about yeah that's gonna be the biggest thing for me and relax a little
2: (laughs) yeah if you can fit that in too why not right we should you should try to make it out to one of our live shows we do shows at the the blue light studio uh, East Van- East Vancouver once a month
1: all right it's going in my notes
2: May 20th is our next show uh Emily Chambers you'll love her she's great she's from Vancouver but mm-hmm. moved uh, recently to Nashville and she's coming back to just do this show so I'll tell you check out Emily Chambers All right, Uh, Annie, you are at Van City AA on both Instagram and Twitter. Your gym's website is everydayathletesgym.com. Anything else?
1: No, it's been awesome. I didn't really know what to expect jumping on here, so I'm glad that uh, we got a chance to talk.
2: Short and painless, like I said. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's
2: great. (laughs) Thank you again for jumping on, Annie, and uh, I guess we'll see you online and at the gym.
1: Subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, and Spotify at Toddcast Podcast.
0: Attention fans of fairy tales that are magical, hilarious, and grim. The award-winning Pinna Original Podcast Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest has new episodes out now. While you've probably heard of the brothers Grimm, you've never heard these tales told in quite this way. I'm Adam Gidwitz, best-selling and Newbery Honor author of Books for Children. And in Grimm, Grimmer, Grimmest, I share the real, weird, grim fairy tales with real, weird, hilarious kids. In each episode, you not only get to hear a story, but you also get to enjoy this group guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and sharing their own perspectives on the tales. Also, heckling me. They love to heckle me. The episodes are rated on a scale from grim, to grimmer, to grimmest. So there's always a great variety of tales to explore with your family. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes.